You are tuned into the Theory of Conspiracy. This is part two of our Pro episode, Now in Progress. So now whenever you hear, well, not, maybe not so much now, but there was a time, I'd say, especially in the 90s or 70s, where some influential people were killed, where they'd say, the government did it. And it kind of would ring the question, why would the government even do these things? Is When has the government been in the business of killing celebrities? But you can kind of connect it to a Cointel Pro to see why they even would. So let's talk about obviously the John Lennon, right? John Lennon's a big one there. Uh, he was a big anti-war guy. Now, when he was killed, he was it was more in the 70s. So it was kind of after that period there. So I don't know if, if it would have even made sense to have killed him at that point. Um, but there's interesting things with the killer there. The Was that was that John, let's see, Lennon's killer. Mark David Chapman, the infamous, whenever it's three names, it must be... Uh, brainwash assassin, right? You've ever heard that? Like the Lee Harvey Oswald? and Yeah, I heard that. I, so <laughs> it just, um, it, what, what it sounds like to me is that they did, some, they did something really bad and their mom's like calling them out, right? It's just like, <laughs> right. <laughs> call, call him out by his full name. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> David Chapman, <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald, what are you doing over here? <laughs> Lee Harvey, if you don't eat all your macaroni, you're going straight to your room. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Could be that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just, that's, I, I did hear that theory before, but it, it just, it's just like, oh, you did something real naughty, you know? So. Yeah. So, so Mark David Chapman, and there's going to be a Lennon maybe episode, but he had the whole Catcher in the Rye book where they were like, what, what's up with Catcher in the Rye? And that was also linked to, I want to say, John Hinckley, who shot Reagan. He only got the two names because he didn't successfully kill him. Otherwise, yeah, it would have been. Yeah. John just, something something Hinkley. He was only a little bit naughty with attempted murder. He would have been full on naughty if he if he actually came and went through with it, right? And then he was only grounded for like an hour or two, but you still got to go out. It's right. Like you just got to come almost straight after school, do the chores, then you can go out. Right? No, he would. He, you can watch TV, but you're not going out, Mister. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah. So as far as that goes, they're just you know some people who think he's a he's a um you know brainwashed assassin to kill lennon because he was part of that you know uh cia mk mk ultra program uh the other one was Jimi hendrix that they say Jimi hendrix may have been getting may have been killed by the government so i never heard this one before so explain what the, the theory is and how they killed him if you could exactly yes this is i had i had only heard about this kind of recently and i was like what that's stupid stupid crazy Stupid, crazy, like a fox. So, it. so you know, Jimmy, Jimmy had uh, the theories like he like passed uh, or uh, fell asleep, choked on his own vomit, that kind of stuff, right? Like, sure. oh, the whole yeah. that happened. So apparently, with Jimmy, he so Jimmy Hendrix was black. His fan base was very much sort of white, you know, because he was doing rock music. So you know, was uh, big in Britain, big in America, as uh, you know, the rock god as as he is. He's an awesome guitarist. Uh, he did want to use his celebrity, and this is some stuff I found out, to work with the Black Panther Party because he believed in what they were doing and was giving him some money behind the scenes. His own sort of camp did not want him to have affiliations with Black Panthers because they were sort of looked at as a militant group. They felt that could hurt his image. And they felt that they, I guess they liked him 
because he was like an early crossover guy where his you know his black identity didn't really matter he was big with white people being an awesome guitarist so stick with that you started yeah, was, I mean, he was obviously people. good with black people you know just yeah it was yeah yeah so they're like stay in your lane jimmy white people like you the black people would bring you down but he was given the money behind the scenes but he was a big uh you know, like he's a rock ad, so they and 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 sort of connected with the anti-war movement. And I guess some say that he allegedly wanted to use his influence to go more in that direction and say, "Hey, I'm going to partner up with these guys and use my my sort of level to sort sort of talk about what's happening to the black people." Because we haven't exactly seen that. We'd seen the peace and love Jimmy, the anti-war Jimmy, but we hadn't seen the "I'm frustrated for what's happening to my black people in this country." So let me say something about it. So we hadn't seen that Jimmy yet, but this is the Jimmy that we were looking to see. So supposedly what had happened, and you could say the same thing. There's there's also the other conspiracy that he was going to walk away from his label and his label would have lost all that money. So he was killed before he can, so they can make the money off it. So this so is own, so they can own the rights entirely to his music. Yeah, you hear the same thing about Tupac and that he was leaving death row and all that. So supposedly what had happened and this is what I've sort of read from some of the reports here was that when they found him, it didn't just look like he vomited on himself. It looked like he had been drowned in wine. So some alleged that he wasn't, that he didn't just vomit it, that he was drenched in completely in wine. Some say, some say so that they were, he like, was they were like, like waterboarding him with wine. He was waterboarded with wine is what they're saying is that he was held on in the bed. Someone, stuck the yeah the the wine down them and and basically wanted to look like he had sort of od'd or choked on that but killed him with wine that there was so much on him and that it was in his lungs that it wasn't to to an extent of that you would just vomit it off of it yeah you can't you can't drown yourself as you're drinking wine i mean you can i mean the second you it goes down the wrong pipe you're like (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right so that's interesting. I mean, you can look it up. It seems like, I don't know if he was waterboarded, but you know, there, I guess there were some reports of it that I had never heard of before that there were just so much wine on it and that there was actually wine found in his lungs. That was sort of to an extreme, like would not have normally just happened. That's so yeah. So they'll say that it was a mix of sleeping pills and it, and it could have well been that, but just there's, there's some who think that he, and then that's like, we all know about the waterboarding and the, you know, the techniques, but man, with wine, that's yeah. like that seems like ahead of its time. Yeah, that's and, that's insane, dude. So who who's another one? Who's another person that the that they, you think that they did this or what's on your list here? Oh, I mean, you could connect it to all the big guys, man. Uh, Kurt Cobain, you can connect it to the Kurt Cobain. Why? So why do you think Kurt Cobain? What? what oh, I'm not it? saying that. I necessarily. But, or, okay, well, not not yeah. you personally, but like, what, yeah. you have a story behind that one or whatever. Yeah, well, there's been documentaries I've seen them. They're kind of interesting. Um, where. Oh man, Kurt Cobain's a whole big one. So there's some theories that that Courtney Love, right? I've heard that theory. I've heard that, that she that her I guess her dad, her dad's kind of a weird guy, but he was a, a manager for the Grateful Dead. I guess as we've talked about, I don't know if we've talked about it on this show. There's some interesting connections, like the government, CIA, LSD. Uh, scientists that were peddling the LSD and, and civil rights groups there where there's sort of this like connection there where there's been sort of like agents who've, who've infiltrated the music industry and have spread the LSD as a means of control or something like that. It's not like you're going to say something. No, I was just, I've, I've heard, oh. I've heard that. 
Yeah. Um, but you're all right. You're coming out. So you're saying that some of these doctors weren't this free love, like, like a Timothy Leary, right? Like a guy that like was an LSD, like, founder right and basically that he was a scientist he made it like you know you hear timothy larry uh you hear you know other other guys that were really big in lsd they would do the lsd experiments uh in san francisco with the grateful dead and stuff like that you're are they saying that those guys were feds or are they saying that they had connections to feds and that maybe splintered off into like a like a free love thing or or both, maybe some were and some weren't, and yeah, it's both. Like Timothy Leary specifically, there's uh, there's ideas out there that he was in fact a CIA agent and that he was working hand in hand with this. You know, we have this sort of new synthesized drug, and we're going to sort of put you out there as this sort of character and infiltrate these. Basically, yeah, like the motorcycle games, the black the, the motorcycle gangs, the Black Panthers, the the hippie uh, band, uh, you know. The, the jesters in, in, you know, California, the, the, you know, the, the merry men, you know, that were in yeah. San Francisco and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so do you think, okay. So with that, right. Because a lot of, of uh, spiritual, I've, I've been seeing a lot of like spiritual awakening, like, you know, Instagram profiles and stuff like that, where it's just like, always like, Hey, you know, be your best self. And, and do this. And if you do that and oh yeah, mushrooms and this and blah, blah, blah. And uh, you're saying that that comes from a place of trying to control. I think it very much can. I mean, there's, you, you see all the, you see the tentacles really big into things. And then you may find out about it years later. Like that guy was getting money. Like even the Dalai Lama, like that's in the news that, that, well, maybe not the news right now, but that they have been getting money from the CIA. So then you wonder, well, he's in the news because I guess he told a t- kid to suck his tongue, and now oh, I saw that. That was yeah. That was <laughs> so, so people are like, yeah, does it surprise me that a CIA agent would tell a kid to suck his tongue because he's a CIA agent, and it's like <laughs> CIA. So he just sounds like a creep to me. So, <laughs> so it it does like I don't know. I'm at the point where like I don't trust anybody, man. Like I, you know, I'll be showing things on the social media, like check out this video, and I'm just like fake and it's like what it's just a little kid posing with his mom yeah everything's fake on the internet everything's just manufactured and i don't believe that was a cute spontaneous moment they had a freaking camera on the tripod you're telling me this was just spontaneous no this was acting this was way forced i don't believe crap on the internet anymore so yeah i don't know so 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 it seems like are people put in positions because they're the best person for the job or because they're infiltrating because they were the best at the cia academy i don't even know anymore man so i don't even know anymore either so it sounds to me like yeah maybe maybe those that is the instance but i can only imagine right and this is just pure just projecting my thoughts onto it right is that yeah maybe some of these people were cia but maybe they just like threw it and they met these people are just like yeah well now i'm a double agent you know what i mean or something like that can transpire as well. So there, I mean, the possibilities are endless with this. You know what I mean? If you, if you really go down the rabbit hole, everybody's suspect, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's like, wait, what? I could keep my CIA pension and you're going to put me on the board of directors at, at universal records, uh, double pay. Hell yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? And I just got to do what you guys tell me. Like, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, but it would Courtney loves dad. So, there's a lot with the Kurt Cobain that has to do with Courtney Love sort of being the person behind it where where um, 
that he was like an, a handler, I guess. Um, and that at a young age, she was going from country, almost like he made her a prostitute. And she was sort of like in Europe, banging dudes and banging rock bands and, and introduced him to LSD and came to the Seattle scene, you know, saw Kurt Cobain. It's a lot of like, how did she know he was going to be special? But maybe she was just banging everyone that inevitably, you know, be in that circle of, of dick there somewhere. What what happened with the Kurt Cobain stuff? You should watch some Kurt Cobain documentaries. Is that is that? And I remember being part of the MTV thing where they were they kept leaking all this stuff that Kurt Cobain is suicidal and Kurt Cobain is is at this uh, rehab center and Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain left and Kurt Cobain is suicidal. So, but allegedly these press releases were by Courtney Love to kind of put out in the ether that Kurt Cobain was so suicidal. And it wasn't so much that he was suicidal. He just was sick of her shit and that he would go to rehab to escape her shit because it was too much shit. Um, so when he went missing, because he was found like on the, they had this, I don't, I don't know what to call it. Like, 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 a, a, like a compound kind of like multiple house. Yeah. It was like a back house where he was on the second floor. <laughs> so when she was like, I don't know where Kurt is. So she hired a private investigator and kind of put him on this wild goose chase of all the places he could have gone and kind of like, he probably killed himself because he was very suicidal. So it was already out there where everyone's like, Oh, so, so, right, so, so right there. If I can put a pin in it for a second, right there, like yeah. you don't check your whole property for the person, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that this, this, you have this back house or you have this, you know, you're not, you're not going to go upstairs. You're not going to, you're not going right. to check every room in the house or in the property. Yeah. Right. It's I, especially I'll, if it's a place where he like it hangs out, you know, if it's right. Uh, right. Yeah. So that stuff, um, eventually he was found there. And then I guess the suicide note is kind of suspect because the first part of it just kind of looks like a poem that Kurt Cobain would have wrote. That wasn't, suicidal which is kind of Kurt Cobain art but then there's a little section down below that like kind of turns that into the suicide note people suspect that it's different handwriting and that they're like this is just Kurt Cobain lyrics with a little bit of suicide stuff added after the fact and that they think that he was killed and then the whole heroin they say that it's it was so much heroin that it could have killed an elephant and then the fact that he was able to then shoot himself with the shotgun which would have been hard especially on that much heroin uh, I guess the private investigator who was hired by her thinks that she did it because he thinks that she just hired him as sort of a ruse to just kind of like, You're right. like, oh, I was so worried about my husband uh, suiciding himself, but that she had already was already planning it within the media, within everyone else. And just the fact that she kind of knew how to do that stuff with that. She had that influence. Cause I remember seeing about reading about that on MTV news, like Kurt Cobain is sad and yes. Kurt Cobain did this, that she was very much the person that was feeding MTV that, and somehow had that, I guess, open communication line, like, Oh, Kirk, uh, Courtney loves is saying some stuff. And the reason for that is because Kurt Cobain was becoming that that dangerous of becoming that sort of messiah type superstar where he had the whole whole generation that he could have of i don't know what he was doing with that because i wasn't a huge kurt cobain fan so i don't know what he was trying to sort of weaponize everyone to do but that he had that and he needed to be taken down okay yeah i was gonna ask um like what was his stance on you know politically but i don't remember him being too much of a political figure or anything like that but right me me neither to say like what he would have done with it. So I, I don't, but that's, but that's so. a theory out there. That's, that's what you're saying. Theory out there. Yeah. And it connects yeah. to all those things, uh, the, the rabbit hole of conspiracies. Um, 
I guess Tupac and Biggie is would be the other big one. The the deaths that sort of happened during that time there. What makes it sort of interesting is with these guys getting killed, like they got killed very publicly, but then there's not, you know, it's like who, who killed the guy? I don't know. Like he, you know, Tupac got killed on like a, the strip of Las Vegas. Uh, Biggie got killed after an awards party where everyone's getting out. Right. Of so you, yeah, you would kind of see what's happening, you know, and you think you'd get a license plate or something like that, or, you know, at least a, a positive ID on who was, you know, doing right. it, you know, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, but I guess you find out later that these guys were being watched by the local police enforcement. So they were being watched. You know, they would call them the hip hop police that whenever Biggie was in town or Tupac was in town, that there was undercover agents taking photos of them. So then it's like, well, if you guys are watching these guys all the time, shouldn't you have saw what happened and and intervened and things like that? But then, especially with the Tupac stuff that we kind of uh, talked about already, you know, he had direct uh, connections to, to Black Panther Party. Yeah, so the so this was a, the godfather of Tupac. So Geronimo, Geronimo Pratt, he was a... That's the godfather of Tupac? Yeah, he was in, in the Black Panthers. He was in jail for a long time because of a suspicious murder that was linked to him, which also goes to Pro, where he... Where I guess they said he killed some people on a tennis court. And even though the... I guess or I think the the wife was killed and the husband was a witness and was like, no, it wasn't that guy. It was this guy. And they were like, no, it's Geronimo Pratt. And we're going to just lock him up. And so a lot of that, a lot of, a lot of false, uh, false confessions, false imprisonment, things like that. So he would talk about those things on the record. would give shout outs to people, but he had this connection to the black Panther party. And, you know, I feel like he would have been the guy that could oppose more so than Kurt Cobain. He was talking about all these different sort of like, revolution type things that and and in a cool way you know there's there's been rappers that talk about it like ah this is making me think too much i don't like this but he had a way of like having a fun song and having a gangster song and then having a ooh, this is some education song cool so and he then he has a song for the ladies so he had that nice mix that like right right where it's like it's something for everyone so you're gonna get yeah there's there's gonna be more draw to him so the the, the fourth song that's political like oh that's a banger too you know yeah yeah so okay yeah that makes sense to me i i mean i always thought i mean if you go to his last album like i'm not i'm if you remember being in sixth or seventh grade we're gonna date ourselves here but uh the machiavelli man machiavelli was Mm -hmm. telling that he's alive and i wanted it was a great album and also it's a great uh you know the prince is a great fucking philosophy book you know if you actually get to the real you know the italian machiavelli yeah, uh, you know that's that kind of goes in tandem of what we're kind of saying if you think about it, because like it's about the court, right? And like you don't want to uh, suck up to the money, right? Like the king, right? The, or whoever's in power, because everybody else in the court will be like, "Oh, look at this fucking brown nosed piece of shit," right? But you also want to carry favor with the money and the king and and go and and do what's best you know for for you but the, it's very machiavellian is is playing off of your strengths and weaknesses but he warns that like if you go too far and the other way and and kind of disown the king then the king will kill you you know what i mean so very eerie that we're talking about uh italian you know early medieval renaissance philosophy and and it's and it's very 
parallel to what's actually happening with with these uh, people in the court, if you will, right? The the rich, the elite, you know, within that. Right. And, and much like, it's like we talk about the Cointel Pro keeping people wrapped up in the system, you know, Tupac's whole career, he was wrapped up with court cases. He had... He had uh, an issue where he shot some undercover agents that were that were messing with him. He had uh, he was accused of sodomy for allegedly like it was a weird thing where he was allegedly touched a girlfriend he had that alleged that he touched her butt at a party or and or committed sodomy. But he went to you know was basically charged like as a rapist for the for sodomy, which you don't hear a lot about for sodomy charges, but. Unless it's like very, you know, you, you know, when you hear it, yeah. but he was tied into a lot of stuff. He was in jail for, you know, good duration too. He was shot. So there was a lot of, and even when he was shot, I guess he was shocked about, it. he was just going to a New York studio and this created the whole biggie thing. But I guess he was shocked because he felt like his people would never have done that to him. And he meant like black people in general, that, that he was too respected to ever be robbed, to be a victim of it. Unless it was the government. It was the Cointel pros, the operatives infiltrating the gangs or something. Yeah. So the other thing that we can connect it to, I, I'd say, besides like the 90s conspiracy theories with, with eight artists being killed and supposedly it was government or the CIA or, or the FBI, would be after 9-11. After 9-11, you know, 9-11 was obviously the, the terrorist attack. Are you, are you, a, are you a truther? I, I, I personally kind of am. I, I, I really yeah. kind of, uh, don't know the extent of it, but it just, there's a lot of, if you go down it, there are a lot of documents that show that, you know, these people were kind of FBI agents and that they mm-hmm. infiltrated these, you know, terror cells and then they're blamed for the terrorist acts. You know what I mean? Like as a proxy or like, you know, yeah, that's that's exactly what I want to talk about. Uh, but as far as nine eleven, yeah, there's weird stuff. Someone made a lot of money that day because they put they put up what is it called? put options or or when they short were they short things? Yeah, where they shorted. Yeah, so someone knew that that the financial area was going to take a big hit that day and made a lot of money with that. So it was a lot of missing pieces with the money. The day before nine eleven, Donald Rumsfeld, the Secretary of Defense, announced the United States government lost like nine trillion dollars, and then once nine eleven happened, like just, just disappeared. Like just disappeared. Like they, they yeah, they, yeah. They, they and, like, and we're like we're looking into it, and then it was just like, well, nine eleven happened. So how dare you ask any questions? So like that was convenient. Um, just there was that the two towers fell, and then there was another building downtown that wasn't hit by anything that just kind of fell itself, and it housed a lot of. It had like FBI offices, CIA offices. Theme office is a lot of like okay how so do you how, guys we should have a whole episode on this but what we should how, how is this tied to what we're talking about oh well specifically i would say with the with the fbi so after 9-11 right patriot act and everything's being monitored and everyone's looking out for to stop that and and you know we're going to war overseas and we're sure. going to war with countries that we don't know what the connections are and we're not able to ask any questions or, yeah like or, how dare you ask why we're how going dare war? you anti-american are you a patriot because right now you're i eat freedom fries not french fries because the french aren't backing us up on our war in afghanistan they're pieces of shit yeah yeah. Sounds like you're against me, not with me. Yeah. You're asking too many questions. You're slowing me down. Damn right. So what? Yeah. So, so what happened? So you would. So I would hear about all these. So with with uh, Mossad or not Mossad? That's uh, that's Israel. With Obama, 
Osama, I mean Osama bin Laden. Oh, Osama shit. bin Laden, Obama. There was so you can go back in that history with Osama bin Laden that that the, the Taliban Taliban were created by the CIA and funded and given weapons so they can go against the Soviets and now well, they they were that's a fact they they were yeah so we create our own boogeyman right um, but then how deep does that go are we creating our own enemies and things like that a lot of weird suspicious things. But I remember hearing about all these in New York, especially there was a terrorist cell that was brought down. They had, they were planning to, to bomb this, this new tower and blah, blah, blah. But the FBI was able to take them down and yes, we're heroes and all that. So the, the war against terrorism is working, but then you find out, no, not so much. You find out that the person that was arrested was, was some college student that was, sort of being recruited by these guys. They were like, hey, we'll give you this money, do this thing, hang out with us, blah, 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 blah. But then you find out those guys weren't an actual real terrorist cell. They were the FBI that was pretending to be a terrorist cell. So they were, in essence, tricking you into thinking you were doing something you that wasn't going to happen anyway so that they can say, hey, we stopped this thing from happening. But really, it wasn't happening unless you guys tried to make it happen. Which we, we planted the seed and we recruited you to make it happen. So we are just trying to, test and make sure that you wouldn't do something that's kind of right entrapment correct but yeah it's like those stupid bike scams where someone leaves a bike unlocked and you're someone's like you shouldn't leave a bike unlocked i'm gonna steal them teach them a lesson then you're like yeah you got arrested for stealing a bike it's like well that's not fair i was trying to teach you a lesson and it's like well so there wasn't really a bike to steal so just yeah it's like this undercover sting operation that's like ha caught you but it's like but you created this situation man yeah yeah, man. So, so, so yeah, just this idea of are they playing both sides? Are they so infiltrated that they are the the alpha and the omega? Are they the are they their their own enemy? So, I this is this goes back to what I, I think we, me, and you have had this conversation multiple times. Where like in any organization that big, there has to be conflicting subgroups within an organization, right? Yeah. So, like. I would even go as far as to say in the CIA, I would go as far as to say the FBI, I would say in the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, right? There's different people that that make up those groups. And I'm sure that there are some that are good and some that are bad, um, you know, and I'm sure that there's some that are just like, I'm here to get a fucking paycheck and they're gray, right? So I just, January 6th, and and I, I will say that the, the constant with this, right, is mm-hmm. <clears throat> January 6th, the main argument is that the far right perpetrated that. Right. And the main argument on the left for the, like the black lives matters and like, you know, the, the looting of the stores in our hometown, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. They, you know, they, um, they say, Oh yeah, that, that, that they perpetrated that the constant. And this is the point I'm trying to make is that it's always the opposite side having I guess it ties into what we're talking about today. The opposite side, there is a, a, a sleeper cell group that is perpetrating these acts to make the other group look bad on both sides of the argument, right? So the liberals would be like, we didn't do that. If you look, it's a white guy, you know, looting or, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's somebody with a, a face mask on and he was, he was a proud boy on the other side, January 6th. It wasn't the, us, the Proud Boys. It was the Antifa. You know, it's like no one's taking responsibility for that. Do you think, and this is the question I'm going to pose, do you think 
that that could be true. Do you think that both these groups are trying to peace, peacefully protest and that the FBI is is infiltrating and, and making it more violent and making it more, you know, uh, destructive to, to make both groups and, and to drive a wedge between the right and the left even further? Yes, that's my point. Okay. Is that I think ultimately, like if you look at the 50s and 60s, you look at the Native American groups working hand in hand with black civil rights groups, working hand in hand with Latino civil rights groups, working hand in hand with white people, anti-war groups, and what they could have done if they would have continued to work together, but instead were taken down from the inside. I look at us currently and I say we're far away from where we are were in the 60s. I say we are more divided over everything. You know, we're not unified on the on color lines. We're not unified on gender lines. We're not unified on political lines. We should be talking about, hey, the, I think it comes down to color. It's green versus those who don't have it. But I think we're far apart. There's so many identities and sub-identities that we're fighting about and keeping us distracted from everything that we're pissed off over dumb things at each other. We're not pissed off at the right people. I'm so, thinking of like the the parable where where it's like you have uh, like a guy come. There's there's a, a far right guy and a far left guy, you know, sitting at, across from each other at the table. Then there's a suit right in the middle, and uh, they go, uh, "Hey, you know, here here's one for you, here's one for you," and you don't get anything, right? But we we you know this guy, there's like let's say there's ten cookies right on the fucking table, and this is really layman, but they give one side the cookie and they go, Hey, look at that guy. He's got, he's got the fucking cookie. You should fight him because in, and then, and then the, the suit being the government, they have fucking nine cookies and they're like, but look at, he's got one yeah. and you got he's zero. Not sharing each, yeah. And he's not, he's not sharing it with you. So, you know, you guys should fight each other. You know what I mean? That's, I, I, I agree with that, dude. I think that there has been two, I, I always say this, there's two sides of the same, there, the government is two sides of the same coin. Right. So ultimately, it's uh, George Carlin said it best. They're in a big fucking club, and you're not part of it. Yep, you're not part of it. Like, and if you are even considering or arguing that, oh, it's it's uh, it's the Republicans. Oh, it's the Democrats. Like, you're not in the club, man. Like, you're right. You're you're, playing into what they want you to play into. Yeah, they want division. Yeah. Yeah. So, so CoinTelPro, just as we've seen, there's been a a program of infiltration and intimidation and even murder to take down these groups that sort of went against the, the narrative or went against the sort of vision for their country there. So it's, it's scary at times and where we're at more modern days. I mean, at this point, we're just kind of assuming until there's that next big leak the next time, you know, the protesters leave a note out saying, hey, don't lock the doors. Hey, leave the server room open. Things like that. Do you think uh, that carries over into like the Mockingbird with the with the news and stuff like that? Yes, for sure. Uh, and I, I originally this this episode, I wanted to kind of just talk about these programs. And I thought I could just kind of rattle off some information about Cointel Pro and Mockingbird. But then it's like, no, it goes too deep. Um, yeah, yeah, I do definitely think that I think with. They're working in tandem, you think? Yeah, I, I've seen several TikTok videos where 
they just put all these different news anchors side by side in these boxes of like 20 videos and it, and it shows and it could be about anything. It could be about COVID or it could be about any, any random thing, not just COVID or anything divisive about, um, I think the last one I saw was just about, about some sort of journalists having an independent, uh, pushing their independent, uh, narrative. Right. Yeah. And they were all reading from a script. That was the exact same thing. Word for word of, from all these affiliated stations. And, and you see that and you see that it's not just like, if you think that your journalist is like interpreting the news and like, this is my take on it. It's like, no, you're reading a script and you're owned by. So I will, I will, I will come out and say this. Like, uh, when I, when I was a news producer for ABC in a, like an 85 market, um, we had the AP, right? And we had Fox News and we were an ABC affiliate. So ultimately, like you had to rewrite the, the news story, but whatever you got over the wire is what you were using for that day, unless it was like a local newscast. So mm-hmm. yeah, like there are subgroups that like, even for local independent stations, you're still getting your news source from these wires that are controlled by a huge conglomerate. Like that's right. a fact, that's a fucking fact. Like, yeah. and, and some people are like, Oh no, well that can't be true. M- mainly liberals at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I would say the conservative narrative is like fake news. We can't trust it unless yeah. it's Fox or whatever, but ultimately it's the same companies that are running both are just a different spin. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's this idea that I'd have to do a CIA episode later is, is that the CIA ultimately what they're who they work for is protecting the interests of the big corporations. So if you look at the CIA and journalism and the corporations that own the everything, it's you could see how everything is easily to, very easy to be unified. And I think as we with the TikTok or the digital sort of uh, thing that's going to be passed. I think it just yeah we're we're it's it's some interesting times and we'll see how do you do you th- all right do you honestly think that they're I think the genie's out of the bottle I think if they pass it there's going to be upheaval they're going to come back to it it's going to shift it doesn't really matter the internet has let the genie out of the bottle like that's why we can do this show mm-hmm. right now you know what I mean yeah I don't think it's go- I'm, are you in the camp that you think it's going to pass because of the control I personally don't think it's going to pass. Um, I've been wrong in the past, but I don't think yeah. it's going to pass. I think, I think enough people have had enough right or left. They're tired of not getting the actual narrative. That's what's actually going on. I think TikTok is a huge indicator of the times ahead, you know, where free press is actually going to be free again because these corporations can't mm-hmm. control individual voices that are now being pushed out to hundreds of thousands of people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, with Elon Musk taking over Twitter, I think even though you're hearing a lot of, Oh, a lot of hate on there. And Oh, did you just see he, he had an, an interview with a BBC journalist and he just sort of, he just treated him. We'll talk, no. about that next, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. It was, uh, it was, fun. Okay. yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to say everything moves so quick now. Right. Um, just like the Patriot Act that happened in 9-11, that the information that was in there couldn't be passed before 9-11. But then after an event like 9-11, it easily passed because we all have to sort of get on the same board and, and then, you know, it was already written beforehand. So there's, I, I feel like if you're powerful enough and, and we see that there is this, there is this shadow government out there, 
they can kind of they can manipulate events if they really really want it so as far as not passing the first time they can create some sort of leak or something that creates some sort of attack or whatnot that now hey if we would have done xyz abc wouldn't have happened but then what's the next step of that let's say we do pass it but we're we're like this is bullshit we're not taking this we have the free press now we have the internet what does that look like what are the ramifications of that looks like what is is are we headed for digital war is digital war going to create actual war based on information because information it's it's freaking it's money right now that's what it's all about with uh with this whole digital media world so I don't know. So, like, will, will there be wars just over our inf- our rights of getting information that we want and keeping our identities private, things like that? I don't know. So we could be in, in for some interesting times. Regardless. I think so, man. I think we uh, are already in them, if I'm being honest with you. So, yeah, exploding cows, right. leaked intel. Well, I, was, I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say leak farts, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leak fart, yeah, yeah, exploding fart gas. Yep, um, it has not been a dull day. I'll say that, and we could talk about. We could just. I feel like with the conspiracy stuff, right? You're like, you know, we got to talk about the past, but I feel like this year we could probably just do modern conspiracies because every day there's something with with what's going on in the sure. world sure. and. You, know, you mentioned well, the Bud Light stuff. That's a thing right there. We can talk. Oh, about. it's 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 huge, man. It's it's massive, you know. And I think, uh, yeah, I think I think it's just all coming to the forefront. I think we needed to have a base of like where it came from, and that was like maybe the first wave of like awakening was like, hey, man, because in the fifties is like, of course, Uncle Sam has my best interests in mind, you know. And then the greatest like, country on earth. Yeah, this is the greatest country. Wanna, on earth. Yeah, exactly. Go to Cuba yeah. if you want to. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, go to Cuba if you want to go to the casinos. And then they just like, oh, fuck it, we're going to build Las Vegas. You know what I mean? So fuck them. Uh, yeah, I think that's good, man. I think uh, next week, am I driving the show? Yeah, you come up with a topic and you can be the guy who drives Miss... I'll be your Miss Daisy. Okay, well, you, I'm driving here. I'm driving. So we'll, we'll, uh... So, what are your final thoughts about everything we discussed, CoinCell Pro and... So my, my final thoughts on this, because I did not know about this until today, um, you had mentioned that you're going to be talking about it. You give me a brief synopsis. Uh, it's proven that this happened. You know, the do not close this door, do not lock this door sign was ingenious. Um, and uh, yeah, I just something so simple worked so well. And uh, that being said, why would they relinquish that form of control? Um, as the Federal Bureau, Bureau of Investigation, or it, maybe it shifted to the CIA, of course they want that intelligence. Of course they want that information. Of course they want that control. So I'm sure it's called a different name by now, but I think it's, you know, sowing a, um, I think I think it might be even bigger. I think they might be playing both sides against uh, against each other. Sides being relative. I don't really take and, you know, subscribe to the uh, one side or the other, right? I, I always, I always subscribe to the idea that it's, it's a one big moving part and there's two sides of each coin, like I mentioned earlier, but yeah, I think, I think for the people that do subscribe to that, it's definitely a psyop where they're, they're, they're saying, okay, you know, they're infiltrating the right or the left. And they're just like, yeah, these guys are horrible, but like, look, you should do this. And then, you know, there's patsies on both sides. I, I would say that for black lives matter. I would say that for the January 6th. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure that there's some, some dirt bags on both sides, but I think it's being perpetuated 
by maybe another organization to like uh, kind of have infighting so that the major form of control can still control the masses. I you agree. agree? No. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Even I feel like even if we didn't know that this happened, my gut would be saying this is probably happening that they're playing both sides or infiltrating this and they're creating. And then people would be like, that's crazy. They're not having undercover people go and get leaders addicted to drugs and arrested for fake crimes and creating inner beef. And then you find out, wow, they are, this is some crazy. So yeah. Um, I, I just don't subscribe to the whole, like they were doing it then and they, they just treat us way better. Now I just think they just, they still do it and they just don't talk about well, it. I would say even more. So it's more, probably even more intense than it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So how deep it goes, we can only, find out maybe in another 50 years or so when they declassify everything and redact everything in it anyway but uh well, hopefully by that time they're not redacting anymore they're just like hey man this is actually what happened we fucked up but that's what they're saying now so i'm sure it'll be redacted then too so mm-hmm. yeah so i guess just question everything man see who benefits man yeah, man who's the, who's the one benefiting it from it man yeah. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's I think where we're both at. And I think the majority I think that's the scary part is why they want to ban TikTok and stuff like that. I think a lot of people are waking up and, and figuring out that like, hey, man, yeah, there there are some programs that have your best interest in mind, but there are also major forms of control going on. Yeah. I do see that. I see people who see the sort of structure in place and the the dissension I see and I still see some people who are playing it to the, the dissension and you know putting themselves in the box and compartmentalizing themselves and so but hopefully the lather wins there and they're just like yeah nope break the walls down man break them yeah. down bring them down man all right well hey uh this has been the theory of conspiracy follow us on follow us on instagram and uh, until next time, Rolando, I always good chatting with you. Yeah. Thank you, you for wanna, the information today. You want to drop the handles on the pod here? Yeah, it's uh, at the theory underscore of underscore conspiracy. The theory, of, the theory of conspiracy should find it. And we're on Instagram. So you can uh, follow us there and we will have updated memes and all that great shit on top of links to where you can listen to our podcast. If this is the first time you're listening, you can always count on them being updated in our Instagram for now. And we will have more to come from there. Make sure you follow the podcast. We really appreciate it if you do. And uh, yeah, man, just, uh, you don't, no need to wear a tinfoil hat. Just be aware and follow the information and make your own decision. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Ro. And I am Mike. Mike. Yeah. And, and we will talk to you on the flip side. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon.